buckle up and get ready for the journey as we navigate the ongoing relationship between belief and life, theology and doxology, or as we like to say, theodox. Welcome to the Theodox Podcast. Welcome to Theodox Podcast. We're your hosts. I'm Gracie Calhoun, and this is Joshua Brooks. And today we welcome back Ryan Breland. What's up, Ryan? Hi, guys. <laughs> Ryan in the house. Tonight we're talking about some fun stuff. Talking about gray areas of the Christian faith. So let's talk about them. Let's do that. Mm-hmm. Let's get it. So we're going to jump into food okay. and our health. And so if, all right, we're declared to be holy, right? We are justified Mm -hmm. by Christ. We are declared to be holy. And yet we know that we are striving towards holiness spiritually from now until glory. So knowing that Christ is not only holy spiritually, he's also perfectly in the flesh now. To what extent should we be growing towards glory in our flesh? Like how should we be treating our body in such a way that says that I'm looking forward to glorification in the same way that we do with sanctification. Thoughts on, on that? That's a good one. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I think, so I think we have, and again, I don't know everything. um, That's why we have you on here because we were told you did. Wow. Well, fake news. We'll cut that out. I do know everything. (laughs) And so I do know, uh, oh, I know, First Corinthians 15, it talks about the resurrection of the dead, how we raise in physical bodies, right? And so I think sometimes we get this idea that, like, our physical body is, like, bad and, like, the physical realm is bad. And that's Mm -hmm. a very Greek idea, right? That's dualism. And, like, um, I think there's something to be said about, like, yeah, taking care of your earthly body. Mm -hmm. I think there's something to be said about, like, taking care of the world around us. Like, God did create your body. Mm -hmm. God did create the world around us. And so creation care does matter. And, again, I think there's this idea that, like, God will just, you know, death star the planet Earth and it will just blow up and, you know, make a new one. I don't know. Maybe he will. Maybe he'll just take this Earth and renew it and restore it. Don't know what the new heavens and new Earth is going to be. But I think... Regardless, we are responsible with what God has given us to steward it well, being our, our physical bodies and also you know, the world around us. I don't know if that's the point you were making, uh, but that's what I said. And I'm right all the time. <laughs> <laughs> this is kind of goes along. You know, we are responsible, right? And God is sovereign. Mm-hmm. So we trust in his providence. And yet we are also responsible for making decisions and being good stewards. So this is one of those areas where we cannot just let go and let God, right? (laughs) Bringing in our last episode. Um, Because we can make a difference. You know, we can make those decisions and those hard decisions and make sacrifices for our betterment. Mm -hmm. So because it is in our realm of responsibility, think we should do it (laughs) as far as trying to be healthy not to say that that we use that verse like i did earlier and just saying you know you just you know you're wasting away that's not what i meant by that but that is (laughs) (laughs) what you wanted to push back on something that you know what i meant but anyways (laughs) i understand Well, paul encourages timothy right uh, you know just drink a little wine because it's good for your health Mm -hmm. right and again like it's it's not saying go get drunk but like hey care about your body like Mm -hmm. care about your health because you know, as a minister, if you're 
in the hospital all the time, you know, you're not going to be of much good to other people, right? You know, if I'm in, if my arteries are clogged and I'm, you know, just laid down, then I can't do what the Lord has called me to do, right? If, right. if you're, you know, just a wreck, then how can if someone calls, hey, can you help me move? You know, hey, can you come visit? Stuff like that. So it's like, no, we need to take care of ourselves. Um, and we are, because if we're not, then we can't fulfill what God has called us to do. Mm-hmm. And again, we're being bad stewards of what he's given us. And it's interesting that the primary way, maybe the only way that God created us to nourish our body is through our mouth. Mm-hmm. And so what we eat absolutely matters. And I guess, you know, the thing that's been weighing on me is the question of, and maybe we just need to get this specific with it. If someone has a, a condition that is brought on by a specific type of food, and they willingly continue to eat that food knowing that it's harming the, their body. Is that sinful? I think so. Um, I'll be pretty frank here. Um, a couple years ago, maybe a little over two years ago, I, I was over 300 pounds. And so I'm not presently like, you know, president of the fitness club, but I'm trying to take better care of myself. I am trying to be more active and be more careful about what I eat. But for me, I noticed in my lifestyle, I, um, I was single. I had, and so I, I would just kind of do what I want. And I love bad food. I love Taco Bell. I love hot Cheetos. I love little Debbie. And so I just consumed kind of mindlessly. And I probably spent over a hundred dollars a month or so on like, yeah, well over a hundred dollars a month on bad food. And Again, putting my health in jeopardy uh, and being a bad steward and stuff like that. And also, again, in all of that, I was not depending and finding joy in Jesus, finding satisfaction in him, finding satisfaction in bad food, right? And so that's still even presently something I wrestle with was, okay, like, am I, you know, going to eat a pint of ice cream because I'm mad at my wife and this makes me feel better? Or, you know, am I, or, you know, because again, you can enjoy ice cream. You can just enjoy ice cream at the end of a meal, uh, but you don't have to, you know, I used to eat to win, you know what I mean? Just like, I'm, I'm going to dominate my food hmm. and this, you know, the game ain't over until I finish everything on my plate and everything in the fridge. And so for me, and again, I, I don't want to put my personal convictions on somebody else, but I think that is something we should be thoughtful of is, okay, am I doing this because it's just mindlessly eating and not thinking through what I'm consuming and not thinking through, you know, the, just the ramifications of everything. I, yeah, I, I do think that's something we should be thoughtful of. For me, I know it was sin. So I can't speak for everybody, but I know for me, it definitely was sin. Yeah. I think it's kind of interesting that we threw food into this mixture of gray areas. I don't feel like that's something first on people's mind. It's like, Oh, food, that's a gray area. Um, I think this is probably America. Gluttony is probably America's most tolerated sin. Um, But I think what's interesting, kind of like what you're talking about, is Adam and Eve, they didn't, you know, murder their way out of the garden, right? Mm. That was Mm. the first sin. They ate themselves out of the garden. Mm. Um, They ate what they weren't supposed to. And that's what got them there. I think if we know that what I'm eating is causing and leading further to the destruction of my body in this way, shape, or form, whether it's a specific disease or whatever, or just knowing kind of like 
I don't know if we're getting there, but smoking is, you know, scientifically really bad for you. Um, you can look up, you know, a lot of this junk food is really That's bad. That's just today's processed te- tobacco. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but I feel like, you know, if if we are overindulging, I feel like that kind of becomes close to with the alcohol if, if that's what I'm looking forward to, mm-hmm. yeah. if that's what I am. For me, it was idolatry. It was something I was dependent on and was something I looked forward to. And I like my day was built around mm-hmm. that next meal or my weekend was built around that next mm-hmm. meal. I would literally uh, like try to set up my weekend where I didn't have to leave my apartment, go interact with people. I could just eat the crappy food I wanted to eat. Mm-hmm. And so, again, for me, it was clearly an idol, clearly sin. Yeah. I okay. think it's worth thinking cool. through, like, okay, maybe you're not as bad as me, uh, but thinking through, yeah, like, you know, what, where, why am I eating what I'm eating? Why am I, again, consuming what I'm consuming? And am I just mindlessly consuming? And something else I think I've learned in it, but when you're undisciplined in one area, it spreads to other areas, mm-hmm. right? If I'm undisciplined in my diet, I'll be undisciplined in what time I go to bed. I'm being undisciplined what time I wake up, which is going to cause me to be undisciplined in reading the Bible, which mm-hmm. is going to be un- cause me to be undisciplined, you know, in all these other areas. And so when I begin to be dis- disciplined in other areas, then I'm like, okay, you know, if I'm disciplined in my diet, I become disciplined in, you know, in these other areas, it starts to play out. Mm-hmm. And so um, shout out to my mother-in-law, but she said, discipline brings freedom. And the more disciplined I am in my diet, well, I can eat ice cream. You know, mm-hmm. I can do these other things mm-hmm. because there's freedom and I'm not a slave to it and I'm not dependent on it, but I can enjoy it in its proper context because right. God yeah. created it. I think on the opposite side, too, I feel like in our younger culture, especially amongst girls, there's this thought process of not eating and <laughs> that being, I feel like, a problem as well. So instead of eating, let's say health. Because okay. if they're not eating, that's unhealthy. That's, that's not also treating unhealthy, their body well. Right. So the unhealthy aspect of not eating. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that would, I mean, to me, that can also teeter with sin as well, because that would be pretty much the same thing. But in the opposite context, you're not stewarding, you're yeah. not taking care of your body. That, I mean, as one who loves to eat, I don't struggle with this one. <laughs> I'm like, but... There, there are plenty of people who struggle with this and, you know, making time for regular meals and mm-hmm. not to say that you have to have some giant meal all the time, but, you know, you're wanting to take care of your body that God has given you. Yeah, I think something that, you know, we're in the South, you're not from the rural South, but um, here things have been taboo for years mm-hmm. that um, I thought it was great. We had a pastor several years ago before we moved back to Greenwood and he used to say, we want to say what the Bible says, nothing more, nothing less. And I always think that's a very good approach because it keeps, it, it's the attempt anyway, to keep you from putting uh, restrictions on people that aren't biblical restrictions. Mm-hmm. And it keeps you from um, shying away from saying things that the Bible actually says. Um, but in, in here in the South, we have certain restrictions like for years, you know, oh, well, we're not going to, you know, we go to church, we're not going to drink alcohol. And even though scripture doesn't say that you can't drink alcohol or we go to church, we're not going to get tattoos. Mm -hmm. And so I'm going to push back on that a little bit to our culture because I'm from here. So I feel like I have the right to do that. But some of these same people are living horribly unhealthy lives Mm -hmm. and they're eating their way to death. Mm -hmm. And it's a crazy thing to think that 
some of these same people would say, man, suicide is a sin. And yet they're slowly doing the very same thing to themselves. And so it's a, it's an interesting scenario when we, as a, you know, the Southern culture, man, we know one thing we know how to do here is eat Mm -hmm. and very unhealthy Mm -hmm. and, and I'm not the picture of health. No, I'm not trying to paint that picture of myself. I'm just, I'm speaking of one that's convicted about mm-hmm. um, my health. And so, um, but yeah, I, I think it's, I think it's important for us to look back at what does scripture actually say? Mm-hmm. And scripture does say a lot of things mm-hmm. about how we treat the body, how valuable it is. What does it mean to be created in God's image and how, what does it mean to steward that? And I think there are a lot of people that need to wrestle with, um, you know, their own sins through their eating habits. And I don't mean just quantities, but what types of things. Mm -hmm. Yeah. How, I guess what you're meaning is not necessarily just overindulging, but what ingredients, what food, what you're actually eating. Is that what you're meaning? Right. Because, and, and you kind of alluded to this, but there are plenty of studies that show that there are uh, dopamine, serotonin releases mm. from food. So, you know, while we might say, oh, well, if you take X whatever drug, you're getting a certain reaction and release. Mm-hmm. Well, the same thing happens with food. Yeah. Yeah. So, you, you know, um, Where it is, it is a coping mechanism. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and, and we have plenty of people in our culture that have, you know, conditions and aren't really caring or trying to do anything about it. Mm. And yet would willingly probably point at other things that people are doing like drinking and go, well, that's a sin. Well, I think we need to really consider all these things Mm -hmm. for ourselves and wrestle through how am I really stewarding this body as a whole. So no more desserts is what I'm hearing. All things in moderation. (laughs) Yeah. And I think again, to that, the last point, all things in moderation, like again, don't hear us tonight and say, exactly. Yeah. You know, don't drink, don't eat dessert, don't get tattoos, don't Ryan get Ryan just said go drink. Out. Uh, <laughs> I heard him say, go do this, go do that. Go yeah, to this, yeah. Go all, right, that. We're not all, the, saying, all your youth just heard you say. Yeah, <laughs> yeah go live free. Uh, do whatever you want. To thine own self be true. Mm. Uh, right, we're not saying... That's not scripture. That's not scripture. <laughs> that's uh, Arrested Development, I think. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Don't isn't watch that Shakespeare? That's huh? Shakespeare, isn't it? I don't know. I don't read uh, Shakespeare. I watched... <laughs> bad shows on netflix don't we'll cut all this out hopefully you guys do but uh yeah again the what we're not trying to do is to give you a hard and fast right don't do this but at the same time we're not trying to say here's permission to do everything Mm -hmm. uh what we're trying what the goal is is to be thoughtful and considerate right yeah uh romans 6 tells us to like you know it's you know paul it starts with a rhetorical question you know shall we sin that grace may abound? He says, by no means, right? Because, you know, it's just you are no longer a slave to sin, so we don't want to use that freedom to, again, return to that yoke of slavery. So let's live this new transformed life. And part of living that new transformed life is thinking through. And God, in his infinite wisdom, decided that he would let us think through these things and not just tell us, okay, yes, give us a list of yeses, give mm-hmm. us a list of no's, but giving mm-hmm. us the minds to think through, okay, what things can I partake in? What things should I not partake in? And giving us the freedom to discern these things. And so, again, because he's given us this freedom, let's use it well. And part of it, using it well, I think, is thinking and being very purposeful and intentional, intentional about how we're living our lives and how we're living this new transformed life. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I think it's also really cool that this is this just the fact that we're these are gray areas um, is is supporting the fact that um, God gave us the ability to reason. Mm-hmm. You know, if everything were outlined to the T as to what we should and shouldn't do, then that would almost seem to prove that we don't even need to apply our minds or reason. Yeah. And, um, you know, we could throw a lot of things into this conversation, like, you know, should we limit the number of kids we have or not? Or, um, you know, should we homeschool or yeah. public school? Like there are tons. buy a new car. Yeah. Okay, or, I mean, it's like everything, in. you know, yeah. and, but all these things with wisdom. So do you want to jump on the last topic or do you want to yeah, do we have sure. one more? Oh, we've got plenty more we could talk about. Like you're saying, I think, Ryan kind of started with some of the entertainment. Yeah, let's go. Let's with, talk about entertainment just briefly. Um, with TV shows and movies, and that can be music in there as well, even sports or I'm like, what other entertainment? You said dancing earlier. TikTok, social TikTok, media. Social media. Oh my oh, gosh, wow, that's that's kind of its own category. Such a rabbit trail. Like. But, um, I mean, I think just go ahead and realizing there is sin portrayed in pretty much everything we watch. Mm. I would say. What are you watching? <laughs> Look. Yeah, we only watch The Chosen. Uh, maybe, yeah, well, not, sin, not even The Chosen. I'm like, the they're yeah. sinful and The Chosen. I mean, come on, guys. Jealousy, pride, like drunkenness. Bible section. man all day, Bible man all night. <laughs> you know what, Ryan? I'm sorry. Bible at and chess. That's what he's doing. <laughs> yeah. You're right. Chess.com. I had to get rid of chess.com. Oh. But anyway, yeah. Idols. But Was it the figures where you're like, they were like, I was getting a headache from staring at my phone too much. <laughs> and I was like, it was like, I like couldn't sleep at night. So I was like, I got to get too much. I was you with uh, Subway Surfers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but at least it's motion. Like it was justified. Like he was this like, is. I've got such a headache. Like, <laughs> I don't know why. And we're like, it's probably that game you're I feel playing. Nauseous. He was like, no. I was, like, <laughs> I was getting motion nauseous. sickness from playing. <laughs> Subway Subway Surfer. Yeah. Stop for two days. And he's like, I feel better. Like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Wonder why. Yeah. Yesterday, uh, I was rebuked by my wife in a very loving way uh, about music, uh, and you know, I you know, this is a safe space. Uh, I like a little bit of ratchet music in my life. You know, I like a, some of the hot ghetto mess, and <laughs> I was uh, wanting to listen to a song that I'm quite fond of. It's been a you know childhood favorite, uh, and she was very like, hey. You know, not in a not in a legalistic way, but mm-hmm. like genuinely challenging me to think through what is this song promoting and what is this song, uh, you know, what what is it saying about women? What is mm-hmm. it saying about sex, which is God's creation? And what you know, and it's one of those things where it's like, man, I just want to listen to the music and mindlessly consume mm-hmm. it. We have to be aware about, it. yeah, these things, you know, we take in are are forming us and shaping us, and yeah. so again, if we don't. You know, even when it's movies, TVs, these, you know, entertainment like art, we don't necessarily mindlessly consume it. It does shape us. It does influence us. And again, is it shaping and influencing us to be more like Jesus or is it shaping and influencing us to be more like the world? We can't get away from sin and what we watch and the music and what we consume mm-hmm. and those type of things. So that doesn't mean that we shouldn't be careful, right, mm-hmm. about what we should consume mentally. Because just because there is sin in everything doesn't mean, like you said, should we sin so that way grace may abound? By no means. Like, um, so kind of like 
we are what we eat, we are also what we enjoy, right? Yeah. We are also what we consume. The issue isn't sin being present in what we watch. The issue is when we find ourselves enjoying or being entertained mm -hmm. by that sin. How do we navigate the entertainment realm? Since we know there is sin and we know we are sinful and are going to be entertained by it. I think, yeah, again, it's it's being thoughtful about, okay, what is this forming in me? What is this shaping me? Am I becoming numb mm -hmm. to sin, right? Yeah. Am I becoming so numb to, like, seeing violence and seeing uh, evil or sexual immorality that it's like, you know, no big deal. Or we're so numb to the idea of being, uh, I had a professor who, like, you know, really caution us. So, hey, when you're watching The Office, like, what does that show communicate to us? Mm -hmm. What is it teaching us to how to view authority? Because the authority figure is a buffoon and we're meant mm -hmm. to laugh at him. What is it meant, you know, teaching us to view hard work? Because the hardest worker is Dwight and, you know, we laugh at him. And so the, <laughs> the guy we're meant to, you know, admire and want to be like is Jim, who doesn't take his job seriously and kind of, you know, just kind of just... I'm trying to think of a nice way to say half half butts his way through life. Um, oh, there's another gray area. Cussing. Yeah. Yeah. That's a whole nother. Yeah. It's a whole you nother. Know, we're leaving that one for later. It's entertainment, so let's wrap it in here. Yeah. But again, I think it's worth thinking through. Like, again, I'm not saying, Hirsch. again, don't watch The Office, but also, like, to be aware of what are these shows forming in us? What are these yeah. shows communicating? Mm -hmm. Same thing with music. Is What is it forming and shaping in me? If I'm listening to music that's encouraging me to view women as sexual objects, mm -hmm. well, then no right. wonder I have, I'm having a hard time, like, guarding my eyes when I go to the Y. Right. You know, if I'm listening to music that's telling me that women are just for sex, then I'm like, yeah, of course I'm going to struggle with that. And that's, yeah. again, so I think we need to be very cautious and aware. And, again, it is a sacrifice because a lot of mm -hmm. the art that's most enjoyable seems mm -hmm. to be the most sinful. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry, but a lot of Christian music is just bad. <laughs> well, when you said that, it reminded me, this has been several years ago, but there was a guy who said that he had had a pornography problem and he had said that um, his, he, he realized the connection to um, hearing songs on the radio that got his mind there before he ever got to a point where he had access to it. Yeah. Visually. Yeah. And I thought, man, that was, that's pretty wild that, you know, you eventually saw that connection, yeah. but yeah, I mean it, it. So if I'm listening to music again, for me, I love rap music, but it's a lot of braggadocious and a lot of self-centeredness. And for me, you know, who struggles with pride, if I'm listening to music, that's constantly reinforcing that I am the most important person in the world. I am yeah. the man, me, 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 then that music. And I'm singing along to this, then this is going to boost my ego. It's going to inflate my pride. And now all of a sudden, I'm, you know, my interactions with Josh are fractured because I'm like, Josh, I'm amazing. You don't recognize that. So, you know, skip you. You know, Gracie doesn't acknowledge how amazing I am. So skip Gracie. And all this music is mm. and reinforcing my already, you know, jacked up ego and pride. So it's, it's worth thinking through, okay, what is this music shaping in me? What are these, you know, yeah, I guess social media is a whole other umbrella, but to be thoughtful and consider what am I ingesting and what am I taking in and yeah. how it mm -hmm. is uh, influencing me. Yeah. I think like you're saying, really knowing oneself and that's kind of what we were talking about earlier 
at the very beginning, just with that individual knowing what I personally struggle with. We're all going to kind of struggle with the same things, but we also, some of us hone in on certain areas as well. Whereas mine might would be putting my identity in my husband is when I listen to songs that are about love or about whatever. So then I'm thinking about, you know, what does he think of me? What does he view me as? Or, or these types of things. Whereas like what he thinks of me, it matters. Yes. And I should care about that, but that's not ultimately where I should go with that. Right. I should be getting that, that value from what Christ says about me. So like you're saying, knowing oneself to be able to know what I personally struggle with, but also just recognizing sin as sin and just being willing to sacrifice and to mm-hmm. just cut it off. Mm-hmm. Not letting it start to become a problem before it is. So it's like, if I'm listening to something, I'm like, I don't really struggle in this area. So, you know, maybe I'll just indulge. And it's like, um, why? <laughs> I guess would be my question. Mm-hmm. Not to say that I'm above this or do this or whatever, but it's, I guess, why would we indulge in something that we know has sinful, like very prominent sinful messages in it, whether on an image, on movies or shows or YouTube or um, music even commercials on yeah. uh, like sports channels, mm-hmm. stuff like that. I'm like, why, why would we indulge ourselves and let that creep yeah. in? And there's a lot of redemptive value in art, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, there's, I mean, I think of uh, C.S. Lewis in the Chronicles of Narnia, like what he's able to do and communicate in that piece of literature about God and life and things like this mm-hmm. is so wonderful. I had a professor who really talk? There's a movie. I think it's called The Fighter. It's with Tom Holland and some other dude. But it's about these two brothers who are UFC fighters. They have a broken relationship. But watching that movie helped him see. Just really, again, he saw so much redemption in it, just in his own relationship with his brother and his father and stuff like that. So movies, TV, art. There is such a powerful opportunity for. Uh, you know, bringing good and teaching redemptive values and stories. And so again, it's not again to say dismiss, dismiss it all, Mm -hmm. but again, to be thoughtful and purposeful about what I'm taking in, even be contemplative about, okay, you know, what is a good, you know, what are some good things I'm getting from this movie or TV show, this piece of art? And what are some things I just need, you know, need to just flat out reject, you know, being able to detect, Hey, that's a lie. That's false. And then being able, you know, being aware of it. I think a good thing, kind of like what you were saying on how we are so commonly mindless in some of these things. You know, we're so mindless when we're watching TV or watching a movie. We just want something, just, you know, feed our monkey brains and just let us zone out, right? And just be numb. So I think we need to combat that. We need Mm -hmm. to combat that numbness. We need to combat that mindlessness. Mindlessness. Yeah, that seems right. Yes, yes, yes. Um, yes, 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 yes. <laughs> but I think a way of doing this would be, okay, maybe before I found a movie on Netflix that seems interesting, mm-hmm. let me look up a review, yeah. you know? I, um, my husband and I, we use Plugged In and Common Sense Media. They're mm-hmm. great. They give you kind of a step-by-step what all is in this before you watch it. So that way you aren't caught off guard when it comes, you know, and yeah. you don't have to then decide, oh, I really like this plot line, but mm-hmm. this is not great. Like, do I then make that hard decision? Yeah, because yeah, that just, happens where you get sucked yeah. into a plot of a movie and then there are things kind of unfolding that you're right. like, yeah, we probably shouldn't be watching this, but yeah. dang, I want to see but what happens. I'm so caught up in, yeah. This, yeah. in this 
plot. So if yeah. you just look it up beforehand, so that way you're aware that it's in there and you know, then you can make that decision mm -hmm. for yourself. And again, we can be, so there are things that are just flat out like, okay, yeah. morally wrong, yeah. we shouldn't right. watch. But then there are things that are kind of, you know, again, gray area, sports where it's like, you know, is it football, is it sin? But if I'm watching, you know, four, five, six hours a day of football and my mind is consumed with football and stats and I'm so dedicated to fantasy football, mm -hmm. yeah. you know, it's like, well, this, you know, could have been a neutral thing, but look how I've made it a God thing, right? Or right. if I'm, you know, just kind of mindlessly scrolling on, you know, Instagram or TikTok or, you know, watching reels or, mm -hmm. you know, these small short videos. Well, you know, I just, it's a 15 second video, which I've been watching, you know, three hours worth of 15 second videos. And it's like, <laughs> that's consuming a lot. Yeah. yeah. And again, mm -hmm. it might not be, you know, vulgar or, or necessarily, mm -hmm. you know, morally bad. But it's just, you know, it could be amoral things, a guy detailing a car and you're just watching hours and hours and hours of a guy mm -hmm. detailing a car, right? You know, not sin, but mm -hmm. it's something that I've just kind of mindlessly consumed mm -hmm. and I've lost track of time. I've lost track of other things because I just, you know, went down the YouTube rabbit trail or yeah. the YouTube mm -hmm. black hole and, you know, I forgot what day it is. Yeah. Even with songs like looking up the lyrics and maybe it's a song that you find really interesting or lyric I'm like the music itself or lyrically or whatever and just don't know the message exactly that it's portraying I think it's really smart of us as believers to combat mindlessnessness <laughs> <laughs> and you know look up that review beforehand maybe have even just like screen limits on our phone I'm mm -hmm. not to say that this is a hard and fast rule but my husband and I, from 5 to 8 p.m., our phones just, like, shut off. And, you know, that's just so that way we can be intentional about our time because if if we aren't intentional, that is intentionally not being intentional. I don't know if that makes hey, sense. but Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a bunch of intentionality. Yeah, right yeah. It's, or lack it being, of intentionality. It's intentional to be not intentional to do what you want to do, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. So that would... For us, we evaluate and realize, you know, we're just scrolling a lot on our phones or yeah. not being present with one another or, you know, not diving into the word together or just playing games, like mm -hmm. whatever. So that's just time for, I think, our, our screen time. Can We can put limits on those things and it not being a hard and fast rule of what we have to do, but we're just combating mindlessness. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Well, there's, there's clear and present sin in some TV shows and movies mm -hmm. that mm -hmm. it is sin for us to watch it. Yes. Yeah. And there are other things like maybe some of the principles of things you were talking about with the characters in the office. Like we could watch that and laugh and find humor in the silliness of it. And it's not deliberately sinful for me to watch it necessarily. Mm -hmm. um, so there are some things that can become or can be um, we I guess we can be tempted and then there's some things that are outright sinful and then there are other things that are amoral like you're saying like a football game is that's not necessarily a moral issue but by the by the amount of time we invest in it it becomes a moral issue mm -hmm. and so i think kind of categorizing some of those things might be good for us you know if we're able to sit and see something and go like I know this is going to have images in this that are sinful. Mm -hmm. Like it would be sinful for me to see it. Um, then I need to wrestle with that and go, okay, I, I need to, I need to be obedient to God. 
Yeah. And, and abstain. Um, right. Is what you're saying. Not watch it. Okay. That's what I'm just clarifying. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and, you know, I do think there are the redeemable things, you know, that we might can, we might can know that there are characters in here. I mean, it's weird and maybe, maybe I'm off here and maybe it's my own personal preference, but yes, we watch some movies that have, whether it's a, you know, you can watch any, any of the Marvel movies where there's killing people die. Um, but then to watch, spoilers, um, yeah, you know, we sat down one night for whatever reason, one of our teenagers were like, Hey, let's watch escape room. And we didn't get 20 minutes into it. I'm like, nah, turn this off. And it just bothered me that it was making sport of like the very fact that they're dying is supposed to be entertaining. Like that was, I don't know. To me, that just really bothered me. Yeah. And and I don't know. Maybe the other deaths should bother me as well. But um, it, and I'm not trying to defend Marvel movies, but there is something like justice triumphing over evil is you know a beautiful narrative, and it's a true narrative, right? And so I think that's something like we could see in a Marvel movie where it's like, no, like you know, good will beat evil. That's like beautiful and good, and like points us to the ultimate story of one day God's goodness will just will triumph over the evil of sin and satan and death and all of those things so i think again we could see okay you know there's a difference between you know captain america beating up thanos and like a movie where it's like hey death is fun and death is a sport um, yeah just like uh what's the one the, i guess was it a korean tv show where they uh, squid games squid games yeah well like we tried to watch an episode or two of that and i'm going oh my gosh, this is just wrecking me, you know, trying yeah. to watch this. And I'm not saying anybody, this, whatever, this, that, that was me in the moment. And I'm like, I did watch that show, yes. Yeah. And <laughs> <laughs> so again, like personal convictions aren't to necessarily, right. that's kind of this gray area. <laughs> and we have to listen to those. Yes. That's, I think if you have a personal conviction on it and yeah. you don't listen to it and you don't adhere to it, that for you is sin, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, that's Romans 14. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Right? And so yeah. before the, yeah, read Romans 14, guys. Yeah. It's great. Just read Romans. Read, read Romans. Read the Bible. You <laughs> read know? the Bible. Yeah. 10 out of 10. Your homework specifically tonight is yeah. read Romans 14. <laughs> yeah. I agree with that. Write a paper on it. Yes. Write a paper. I mean that. Email it to theodox at gmail.com or whatever you alls email hey. is. Is that yeah, podcast at gmail. Theodox podcast. at gmail.com. Yep. Write a 10 page exegetical <laughs> paper. Wow. Send it to theodoxpodcast at gmail.com. I'd take a paragraph, you know, like honestly, <laughs> we're pretty low maintenance over here. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I think really just like looking through some resources, I feel like for your kids, if you're a parent, this is something really important to make sure of what they're consuming as well. What you're consuming as a family is really important. Um, yeah, so we've used VidAngel. Yeah, it's a service that's what that. I was going. Um, allows you to set, I mean, very specific. It'll tell you like every individual word that's considered. Mm -hmm. um, How many times yeah. they're in there. And so you can you can go through beforehand and edit all that out. Mm -hmm. And it's great. It's a great service. It's about You miss price. half of what's going on and you yeah, don't understand yeah. what's happening. <laughs> some, <but. laughs> some of them, yeah, you do. That's true. So, you know, they're really just not worth watching anyways at that point. Yeah, once you but. see it has like 800 filters, you're like, yeah, maybe it's not. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, mm, you know, but it's it's a great service. Again, that's VidAngel, V-I-D, Angel. Angel. So I don't mind riding down the road and listening to the radio, you know, but there are certain songs that I just cannot listen to. I mean, it's outright, like uh, if Hell's Bells comes on, you know, 
I cannot listen to a ball a song that's celebrating um, or Highway to Hell. You know, and just it, it's just great song. My spirit, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Well, again, that's that personal conviction. You gotta, yeah. you gotta it, listen to that. There's something. But bite it like a back road. I can listen to that. <laughs> about what? <laughs> Is that another country song that I don't know? It's, it's <laughs> just okay. talking about a dirt road, you know. Like, <laughs> oh, dirt so. road, bang on trucks. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think the sen- spiritually being sens- sensitive to like those things, I think it's really cool and like really a sign of like maturity and holiness mm-hmm. where it's like, man, I, I don't want to even like nod my head to this. Mm-hmm. And that's something I hope to get to one day. Uh, I don't, I've never heard hell's bells or I've heard parts of highway to hell for movies and stuff like that. Or oh, yeah. from that church that did it for the opening song one year. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I, yeah. Cause the elephant room anyway. Um, <laughs> but yeah, you know, just to, yeah, being sensitive enough to like, man, I don't want to, or, Again, TV shows or movies where it's like, man, they're mocking my Lord and Savior. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah. they're taking Jesus and making him a punchline and stuff like mm-hmm. that and being sensitive to like, man, I that's not funny. Like, that's my Lord. That's my yeah. Savior. So, uh, I mean, as believers, you know, we are called to grow in holiness, right? Mm-hmm. That's that's what we're doing. That's <laughs> We're on a journey, right? Um, whether that's... Buckle up. Buckle up. Get ready. <laughs> Dogs. <laughs> They're gonna make me flip y'all off on the podcast. <laughs> Is that a <laughs> great? <laughs> I love this episode. I wish we had something on tap right now, and I'd be enjoying it and yeah. celebrating. Probably like this is gonna be a part one and part two. Maybe so. Yeah. We might spread this out and just edit yeah. it into one episode. <laughs> but anyways, going back to you know us pursuing holiness. That's. That's the goal. That's what we're going for. So we have to take all of these things and filter them through scripture, filter them through that goal and saying, okay, is this helping me pursue that goal? Mm -hmm. Is it neutral to pursuing that goal? Is it hindering me from pursuing that goal, you know, Mm -hmm. and getting there? Because if it's causing us to move backwards or, um, just hindering us in pursuing that goal, like that's a sin. Don't do it. We have to realize that, you know, our us consuming alcohol, if we're consuming, you know, too much or getting close to that line, that affects other people that we're around. Mm-hmm. And same with smoking and same with our health and food. Like that doesn't just affect us. Let's not be so selfish and prideful to think that yeah. it affects others as well. And for us to just do what our flesh wants, whether that's food, alcohol, or smoking, and not taking care of the temple and the body that we've been gifted, that's not only sin for our own selves, but it's also just not being loving towards the people around us. Yeah. We can't be like, I put myself in the, you know, as a father and say, I can't say I'm loving my kids if I'm doing something that's intentionally going to harm and cause me to die an early death. Right. And, um, to one of the ways I'm going to love my kids and protect them and be there is to be there for them. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that's going to mean making every effort mm-hmm. to be there for them long term. That's mm-hmm. not the primary motivator because glorifying God is, mm-hmm. but that part is, of glorifying God is loving yes, your children exactly. and loving mm-hmm. your wife. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and so when you're talking about loving others, yes, me smoking, the smoke that I'm smoking can be physically harming them. 
but also the fact that I'm not caring for mm-hmm. myself is not loving them well either. Do y'all have anything else to say about anything? I have anything nothing at else all? to say except good night. Well, <laughs> I could think of more, but I need to go home to my wife. So I'll say good night. Yeah. Like Ryan said, read Romans 14. Um, It'll be a test next week. Yep. Go read Romans 7 and Romans 14, and I hope you'll have a good night. Again, like Ryan has said, how many times on this podcast? Probably five. Email us <laughs> at theodogspodcast at gmail.com if you have any complaints about Ryan specifically or questions. Just comment those on YouTube. So yeah. You can yeah. <laughs> Just weep. Yeah. <laughs> but thank you all for listening. I know this was a longer episode, maybe a part two, but y'all have a good night and yeah, enjoy. Peace out. All right, all right, all right. I'm staring at a light that's really bright.